The new year means different things to each of us, but one thing that all of us can relate to is filing our taxes. That's why for the past 15 years, I've gone to my guy Rob at ARS and Associates for all of my personal and professional accounting needs, especially during tax season. Rob is professional, he's trustworthy, and if there's something that should be on my tax return, he makes sure it's there and does not get overlooked. In addition to personal accounting, the team at ARS handles corporate work, bookkeeping, payroll, and more. So call ARS and Associates now for a free consultation at 305-653-7350 or visit their website at arsaccounting.com. That's arsaccounting.com. And make sure you mention that the fish tank sent you to get 20% off the cost of preparing your tax return. Start saving now. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, I'm up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Seth Levitt here with my main man, OJ McDuffie. Juice, what's good today, man? What's up, Big Seth? Juice, we have had a run of 23s. Yes, we have. Right, we had Pat. Then, of course, Troy Strafford was fantastic a couple weeks ago. Took a break with Trick. Took a break with Trick Daddy, who probably was 23 somewhere in there. Correct. But Ronnie Brown in the house. RB in the building. Came in from Atlanta. Specifically. Ta- specifically. Just to be in the tank. I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to go with. I'm trying to get close to good. People, <laughs> it's right <laughs> till somebody tells me I'm wrong. That's RB, right. welcome to the tank, man. Appreciate it, man. I've been looking forward to this one. Yeah, good stuff, man. You know, welcome back to South Florida first because you're in Atlanta right now, right? Yeah, it's raining, it's cold. It's not yeah, me. Yeah, who needs no, that? No, 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 no. How did you leave this to go back up to Atlanta? And stay, hey, man, you know, you, know, you got to say when. You got to know when to say when. <laughs> married with kids, like this ain't probably this ain't decision. the environment for it. No, it's not. Probably not a at good all. decision. Smart man. Yeah, man. So. It, and that's hometown for him. I mean, our, you know, RB, that personality. That I always envision you as that guy who's sitting on on the on the porch in a rocket chair, sipping some lemonade, just enjoying Atlanta. Like that. That to me is who you are. Yeah, that's. I could. I mean, I could have did the Western thing. I think do the smoke shop. Yeah, you know, and JT's um, got a seat in there. Yeah, for like I, I think I could have did that. But going on the east side of things or going down south. Mm. Yeah, I, I got to stay away from that. That's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Smart man. Whole different ballgame. That's a whole like different said, country. Like he said, <laughs> smart man. Yeah, no doubt. So, Ronnie, there's a lot of reasons why people remember your tenure here. And, uh, you know, I don't know, good, bad, or indifferent, one of the reasons is where you were taken. I mean, the fact that you were the number two overall pick, for a lot of reasons people remember that. You were Nick Saban's first overall selection. Uh, what was that experience like, man? Did guys give you crap coming in? And, uh, you know, just, I, I can't fathom. I give Juice a hard time all yeah. the time for being a first-round draft pick. But there's first round, and then there's that, like, top three thing. What was that like, man? Man, that's a setup. I ain't <laughs> even gonna lie. Like, when you go that high, the expectations are unfair. Like, you go in, you come in, and one, I end up not being on time for camp, so so that was a right. whole ball game. And then so when I first got here, John Gamble, who JG, <laughs> he was on me, man. He was on me. The first Gamble. round, you know, he got that deep voice. <laughs> Running Brown, you got to be in the front on every drill. I'm like, Coach, this ain't this ain't college no more, right? <laughs> but, he, you know, just the respect for him and just coming in, man. And he was like, all right, we run sprints. I want you to be first. You come in, all these things. So that's just a whole different thing. And then we talk about the game. Just being late to camp, you know, I didn't want that look from the rest of the players. You know, you're the first top three guy. 
guy and they looking like, oh, he already thinks he's, you know, this and that. But, you know, it was the contract. It wasn't it wasn't anything. The weird thing was they were trying to not offer me incentives, but one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine had them. Right. And it's like, well, you went two, so why do you need anything else? I'm like, well, just out of being all fairness, this one has it, three has it, four. Why would I not get it? Like that doesn't make sense. So now who was negotiating the, at that time? Who who? Not to put anybody on blast, but right? Oh man, let's see who that was. Who was that? Oh uh, five. That had to be. It. I know who it wasn't. The person that got me out of here. Yeah. Everybody, everybody thinks I left, <laughs> but it, I promise you, it wasn't me, Jeff Ireland. So it Ireland. predates Jeff Ireland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know who it was. I know who it was. the tone in his voice. Who that was? I didn't even have to look at the. <laughs> yeah, I know who that one. I knew who that one was, but uh, the initial, I don't remember that. I think Jeff kind of outweighs that one. Right, right. <laughs> I still see people to this day like, man, why'd you leave us? You, I'm like, it wasn't me. I promise. I tried to make Direct it happen somewhere else. Yeah. Right? Well, I know, man. I know what, you know, at that point, I was super fan. You know, had my end zone seat still, you know, watching the game. A lot man. of those seats, too, yeah, dude. I did. I, well, you know what? My friends and, and extended family, you know, they <laughs> they all bought season tickets, An extended friend. And the reason I got rid of them because they I ended up paying for them half the time. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't get them to They gave me the, oh, hey, Juice, you just get the tickets get and we'll, we, I got you. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, Talk they about have, I had the first row of the end zone. Yeah, I know. You were the man. Like, you, everybody know Juice. Like, at the games, I'm like, man, forget the player part of it. Like, <laughs> nah, I, he's hey, part he, of the, the infrastructure. That's right, man. Thank <laughs> you, Ronnie. I appreciate that, man. As he should be. And I had a lot of love for Ronnie Brown, man. RB, man, I mean, it was, it was fun to watch him, you know, run and, and, and even toss the rock a little bit at times, man. But Yeah, I got lucky. I yeah. fooled everybody. <laughs> Nobody knew I was left-handed. Good stuff, man. You know, we've had your boy Channing on here. <laughs> man. And uh, he, he tells a lot of good RB stories, man. Really I, this Channing stories, I just happen to be a part <laughs> that's of it. Right. That's the point. Or right. either yeah. I was just silly enough to hang around him that's, long enough to get him. That's what I'm talking about. He said he's been like, you know, three fights. You said he's been three fights and, and two of them you with, with, with Channing. He said three fights three in fights your entire life and two Two of them Channing. came. Yeah. <laughs> within the first, probably within the first few months of being in Miami, too. That's the bad part. Right, right. <laughs> so, how, first of all, how'd you guys develop that bond? And then how'd you continue to, you know, I, I trust Channing with my life, too. But you guys actually got into a lot of times. You're out hanging out. But that's the way y'all rolled all the time? Man, you know, just... the, the thing about Channing, like, he's charismatic. Like, he, he yeah, got a, yes, you know, a personality is. that you, you like him or you don't. So, you know, for me, it was. There's no middle ground with yeah, Crowder. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, there's, he takes all the gray out for you. And you don't even have to make the decision. It's like, all right, I like this guy. I don't like this guy. And, you know, with Channing, we were same class, same draft class. We stand in the hotel. Um you know, and this this pre-marriage life for the both of us. And, you know, so I think we both enjoyed some of the same extracurricular activities, uh, <laughs> you know, outside of the hotel. So, you know, we, we were like, all right, man, we go work out. He trained hard. I'm like, well, golly, I don't really like working out. So he and I hang out, work out. He pushed me. Then outside of that, it's like after we get back to the hotel, he's like, hey, man, what you want to do? I'm like, Shh. It's whatever. Like, so you've been down here longer than I have, so I'm going to trust you. Right. So then we end Mistake up. Mistake number one. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. So we end up somewhere everywhere. You know, we even had a, a tour one night, and, and it wasn't, you know, us rapping or any of that thing. We did a strip club tour. <laughs> <laughs> not, not rapping, but it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he and I, we just Tour bus it. and everything? <laughs> nah, it was just us in his truck. Um, no, no, no. He, it was pre-truck. He had, he had the old um hummer 
And oh, I promise you, he had a man. closet and a shoe store and everything in the back. In the back. Like, he was like, man, I got something for everything. He had jeans. <laughs> he had some shorts. He had fishing gear. Yeah. <laughs> he had all kind of stuff in the back of well, that Well, he didn't homework. need a whole lot. He <laughs> said that he got dressed to get undressed in the club is what he told and us. I'm t- he's telling the absolute. I'm telling Like, everything was in the back of the Hummer. Like, we can go from workout. How many workout, white did he have? Man, I, don't, I mean, we could go from workout. We could go to South Beach. We could go fishing all in one day, and he was prepared for every single. No, no doubt about it. Yeah, and he was going to be ready to go. And, you know, it was just one of those things. We just hit it off. And same personality, uh, somewhat. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Rewind that real quick. Yeah, you got to Same personality. Yeah, it took me a couple, uh, I, I, you know, it, it took me a, a couple um, beverages. Okay. Or uh, we call it pop. A uh, uh, couple pop. pops. Yeah. Dog pop. Yeah. And uh, to get on his level, but right, it's hard I mean, for me to even fathom. Right, yeah, it, it was. I mean, it was different. I'm I'm a kid from Cartersville, Georgia. That's what like, I'm about to say. Because then like, I went to Auburn, and yeah. then they they just like you know what, draft him too, and put him in Miami. I was like, wait a minute, like, yeah, you know. And, and I had to find somebody who was with the times and Channing Crowder. That's my man. Talk about that in itself, <laughs> Ronnie. You know, think about it. Like me from being from Ohio, being from Central Ohio, went to school. In Central Pennsylvania, but then to come to Miami, Florida, that's a, that's a shock right there. Man, I told you, this is a different country down here. It's a different world down here. Like, this is totally different. Like, I grew up in a small town. You know, um, everybody go to Friday night football games. Everybody knows each other. Left there, went to Auburn. Same type of environment. Everybody enjoys sports. You know, the campus is small. Then I come down here to to the other country. I'm just going to call it the <laughs> other country because Miami's a world in all itself. So uh, coming here, you know, being exposed to this at a young age, I was like, man, I got to enjoy this. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to be reserved. So that, that came, I got hooked up with some right people. We had right. some good veteran guys that kind of showed us the way, but. Every now and then, Channing and I, we shake loose. And, you know, we're going to do it our own way for a little bit. Sleep, when they go to sleep, yeah, as old like, veterans do. We go, man, we when JT, Zach, Jr., when those guys like, man, yeah, like, I look up to them. But, Channing, don't forget, bro, we young. Like, he's like, man, come follow me. Like, we're going. So, the thing about it, Channing, when we get in the truck, I'm thinking he knows where he's going. We're leaving the hotel, the Renaissance over there in Fort Lauderdale, on Plantation. I'm like, all right, I'm going to ride with you. You know where you're going. I ain't got to worry about nothing. But by halfway through the night, he was sloppy drunk. Like, And he'd get in the truck, and I don't even know how he did it. Everybody knows how big Channing is. So he'd get in the passenger side, and I'm like, all right, bro, I drive, but you got to tell me where we're going. Wait, 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 wait. He drove you there, but he, at the end of the night, he <laughs> so just you knew you were driving side. home. Yeah, but I didn't know Miami. Like, he'd been around. Like, he knew everything. He had already kind of got the lay of the land before I got here. So when I got here, I'm like, Channing, like, all right, you drive. Like, yeah, man, I got it, bro. You know how it is. I got it. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> but then we get where we're going, and then by halfway through, I'm like, all right, I might need to. This is my last drink. I need to. Pre, pre-Uber, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'm like, man, I need to start drinking me some water and chill for the last few hours. And Channing, I'm like, yeah. He didn't feel that way. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, man, listen. If I'm going, I'm going all the way. And so he get on the passenger side of the car and put his bottom, like, hang his ass off the seat and his feet up in the the, the window. <laughs> and he'd be out. Like, I'm talking about out cold. And I'm like, Chen, you know, I, I didn't pre-ways, pre-all this. How the hell do I get back 
to the hotel. So your GPS just fell asleep, basically. Man, that first night I got lost in Miami down there by the uh by the arena. Oh boy. Under oh, them bridges. Wrong place. Under yeah. the bridge. <laughs> Man, listen. I was praying for a police to pull me over that <laughs> night. Cause I stopped at, I ran every stop sign. Like that S T O P. Trying to get pulled over. Listen, S T O P that night meant slightly tap on the pedal. Because if ain't nothing coming and I don't see any other headlights, we gone. And man, I don't know how I got to the hotel. I think I rode around like two hours. It took me like it took about two and a half three hours to get from Miami to Plantation. And he's night. out the whole time. Yeah, I couldn't wake him up. <laughs> Channing, bro, just give me one direction. Like, how do I get to, how do I get to <laughs> the highway? To the highway right? Just give me to the highway. I'll figure it out from there. It ain't there. easy getting to 95 from down there sometimes. And I guess he just got comfortable there. You know, you got us there that first right, night. So right, right. <laughs> this is the routine now, so we good. That is classic. But the fights, tell us about the fights. Man... <laughs> the one fight that we didn't have that I'm glad because we we still here to tell about this one. <laughs> so we went to the beach, Channing dressed. You know, he we got basketball shorts on, you know. <laughs> right. Everybody got on tall T-shirts, so that's what we're going to do. So then we went out to the club, and then everybody used to go to uh, the comedy show. So it's like, all right, we're going to go to the Gables. We're going to go to the comedy show. They got a club up in, underneath the comedy show. Bunch of local Miami, you know, people chilling. Me and Channing knew it's just Channing and me. Like, so we got a section, so we got room. We chilling. Like, but then it's somebody beside us, and they got a million people with them. Why did they do that? <laughs> so it's Channing and I sitting in the VIP section. They got 15, 20 people with them. So they people starting to spill over in the into our section. So me, I'm like, man, it's cool. Like, I ain't tripping. It's two of us. Like, we so then Channing, like. <laughs> I see him, you know, when somebody started shrugging their shoulder, I'm like, oh, man, it's about to go down. So then he do it again. And he, bro, I'm like, Tim, just chill, bro. Nah, bro, this our section, bro. I'm like, but it's just the two of us. But nah, bro, like, we pay for this. This out, Tim, this our separate. I'm like, Tim, but it's just the two of Nah. So, all right. So it, it chill for me. He ain't say nothing. Next thing you know, I just see him getting agitated. But I'm like, he keeps sliding closer to the people that's spilling over into the oh, section. He's moving over towards them. Yeah, to let them know, like, <laughs> this this far as you're going to get. This like, is this... him running the stoplights trying to get pulled over right now. <laughs> right. So <laughs> he like, man, you, I'm, I'm about to show this. I was it, man. When I say these people stood up, so I'm like, oh, Lord, this is about to go down. And Channing like, man, next thing you know, I look up, man, what you doing? This is how woo I'm like, oh, Lord, what am I? And then I just see the people standing up, and it's a lot of them. And I'm like, one, two. I ain't the smartest person in the world, but the <laughs> numbers do don't, add up. They don't add yeah, up. Yeah, like me and Channing versus a whole section. And then I don't know who else they know in the club. So I was like, right. man, let me just grab one of these bottles just in case. So whoever, whatever happened, if we can make an example out of the first person, maybe we can get out of here okay. And then so just so happened, something happened, and next thing you know, I heard Oh man, that's cool. No, Channing Crown and Miami Dolphins. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoo, boy. <laughs> he worked that's it like, out. He man, made a friend. Man, <laughs> man, <laughs> I don't know who the guy was. I think it, everybody remember old BMF story. This it's it's about they about to come out with a uh, a Netflix uh, but yeah it was association everybody had on black and it was like that was the greatest decision we made yeah that was yeah exactly Standing crowd of Miami Dolphins one. I was like boy I was so happy to hear that that night <laughs> he announced that I mean this is a guy who said that in college he stood up in front of an entire nightclub and said I'm going across the street if anybody wants to fight I'll be yeah. there yeah I like, can see it <laughs> I can see like man listen like this the same guy like. And I don't want to tell on my, this my dog. You can't like this, tell on him. This I mean, my ride or die, but he the same one we said in the alehouse. And he said, man, I'm going to try to drink one of every beer on tap here. <laughs> the big ones. <laughs> in the and same I, night? Yeah, the night, the same sitting. I'm like, who does this? Like, why, why, why do you try? Crowder. 
<laughs> you just, I'm going to do it because you tell me I can't do it. I'm like, but wow. Yeah. We ain't make it through, but he, I mean, he ain't getting through them. But <laughs> Did you drive home that night too? Yeah, that was another one. That was another one. Wait, I mean, this guy, man, he, we got story for days. I like, know you do. I know you do. This crowd of man. And that was one of the best experiences because it was genuine. Like, you know, when we hit it off, it was just me and him being cool and then enjoying some of the same stuff. But, you know, he's one of the people, if he with you, he with you. You know you know what I like about that, too, Ron, is that you guys enjoyed South Florida, which you, you showed up on Sundays, too, man. And that's the most important thing because we talked with a good buddy of mine, Troy Stratford, you know, and he talked about how Clayton kicked it, but he also showed up on Sunday. I, me, personally, I don't care what you do if you're not playing on Monday. You know, Monday through Saturday, I don't care what you do. Make sure you show up on Sunday. You guys enjoyed South Florida, but you showed up as well. Oh, yeah. He was an ultimate professional. Absolutely. And we knew why we were here. So, I mean, we never lost the fact of what got us here, like right. why we're able to enjoy Miami. So first things first, we need to take care of business. And if that meant both of us were going to go get in the steam room, the sauna, whatever. Channing was going to wipe himself down and flex all before practice <laughs> so could nobody smell it. Um, and he was going to run around like he had never had a drink, like he hadn't been out in, in years. And – you know, it was, it, <laughs> he took it serious and, and we were able to do what we were supposed to do. And whether it went from studying or trying to surround ourselves with the right people, we knew what got us here. And that was the important thing, not to forget that. <laughs> I think y'all like the flex off. Yeah, I well, I, I've heard Channing yeah. has been accused of a shower pill from time to time. And uh, so I'm just thinking Everybody, about it. Everybody, you got to explain. Yeah. 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 You got to explain the shower pill. A lot of people don't know what a shower pill is, man. Well, why don't you explain it? Have it been... <laughs> Well, I'm not shower. saying you've taken them. No, I'm just I, 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 I take As a shower. guy who's, a <laughs> I got a story for that too. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, well, shower pill is you know guys that go out and have any type of workout, light or heavy, and they pretty much just get dressed and leave. You know, smelling like so it's like that magic pill, right? That's that, not that, really that, no. It doesn't exist. They just right. sell, they just get dressed. Like I mean, the car closet. Think, that yeah, was the whole exactly concept right. behind you the car closet. Put, yeah. put a little more deodorant on or whatever. You or flexol apparently. Flexol, right. But uh, go ahead, Roddy. What you mean? Yeah, so, man. So we talk about shower pills. And Channing, I mean, he just, like, he's him. No matter what environment you put him in, he's going to be Channing. So, I mean, that goes back to the car closet. Like, him having all access to every situation in the backseat of, of the Hummer. You know, and it's like, we go out. He can go fishing. It's like, bro, you trying to go out? Let's go. Let me just grab a shirt. Let me just grab some jeans and, and we can take off. It was like, yeah, but what about like, what we going to like, you going to shower? Like we're going to, bro, for what? I'm just going to get sweaty. Like, and that's him. It's like, well, I'm, all right, let's go. Like, hey, you like it? I love it. Let's go. We're together. He's ready to and, roll. And yeah, so man, we go out, hang out and you know, he just take the shirt off. Like you say, that tall tee and we switch it out. <laughs> we don't want to spend $50 on a shirt for him. We're just going to ball it up and throw it in the corner. Yeah, like so I take club. that shirt off. <laughs> I replace it with one from the back seat and Mark, we good to go. He's been good with his money. That's that's good with his money right there. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. Yeah, he wasn't going to waste any money. Like he don't get it twisted. Anybody who knows Channing, like they know he's, you know, he's not going to waste too much money. If, it, if it's not on fishing or family, you're probably not going to get him to <laughs> waste any money. But outside of that, yeah, man, that man had tight. Man, that's awesome, man. <laughs> it is awesome, though, because you too much you hear the other side, right? You see guys get money for the first time in their lives and it's gone. So so it is refreshing, as wild as Channing was, that that he, you know, ultimately knew what he needed to do. Yeah, with his and he has the gift to gab, man. Like, he, he can, can talk. talk to people with, you know, like, whether we go in a bar or him and Trick getting close and, you know, him hanging out with Trick's brother and we at the studio. Like, everybody just loves him. Like, either I told you, either you like him or you don't like and there's no middle ground so you know with him he was just 
And he can talk to people. People relate to him, and he makes people feel comfortable. So let's talk about that. You said that you can talk to him. He's got the gift of gab. He's got that boisterous personality. And I can only imagine what he sounded like on the field, you know, and we've, we've the Matt Light situation and everything else. <laughs> he, he, he had some great stories. But he told us that you're a low-key shit talker yourself. But it was always like the the nice guy with the smile. Like, hey, man, let me see. What's your name? Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't see yeah, you on the I, I try not to say too much, but I just want to embarrass you, like, you know, everybody's like, man, just make the last guy miss. I'm like, why? When I could just run them over. I love that about and then, you. Love that like, about I you. I mean, for what? Like, I want to embarrass you. And then so the same thing on the field. Like, I didn't really say too much. But if you brought a little bit out of me, like, I, I mean, I'd say something. So, to, to, so give me a good Ronnie confirm, Brown one. Like, to confirm Channing's story. <laughs> you know, we in the game. And, you know, the first round stuff is like, well, all right, I'm always going to be on the first round, guys. You get drafted first round. So we in the game. And guy just talking the whole time. And then so I finally, like, had enough. And the guy really wasn't doing that much. I'm like, why are you even talking to me? Stop talking to me. And he just keeps going. So now we're probably third quarter. And then I finally just had it. I'm like, dude, like, turn around. Let me see the back of your – because I don't know you. Like, you weren't in our scouting reports. Like, you're not a factor. Like, so so just don't talk to me. Like, I was like, oh, let me see your jersey. Oh, oh, now I know your name, so now I can know who I'm talking to. <laughs> and and it's just like little stuff like that. Like, How do you I, take it? It's one of them like, man, forget you. You're right. Exactly it's right. like, yeah, whatever. Don't like, come back. Yeah, like you, you can't okay, say nothing. Nothing like, can uh, say. You weren't in my scouting report. You weren't You weren't circled. <laughs> like you must have got to play because somebody got hurt today. And in a scouting report, you go back four or five games. So if he didn't show up in four or five games, he was. Yeah, turn around. Let me see your jersey. I need to know who you are. Like, I need to know who I'm talking to so I can address you. (laughs) That's funny as hell, man. Hey, Juice, the only thing better than looking clean is looking clean on your own time. No doubt about it, Big Seth. And that's why I always call my man Ara at A&T Dry Cleaners anytime I need my clothes laundered or dry cleaned. Tell him exactly why you call Ara. Because A&T offers free pickup and delivery at your home or office, so you never have the inconvenience of trying to find time to take your dry cleaning somewhere. They bring it to you. That's exactly right, Juice. You can walk into their Fort Lauderdale location, but A&T serves Miami-Dade, Broward, and the Southern Palm Beaches with their convenient pickup and delivery services, which also include alterations, shoe repair, and more. And A&T is a family-owned company, and they've been in business since 1980. 1980. Yeah, and you know what? That means customer service is their priority. So call Ara today at 954-610-9383. That's his personal cell we're giving you. Or you can visit drycleanertoyou.com to start making your life and your dry cleaning a lot easier. And make sure you tell them that the fish tank sent you, because Ara, my man, is giving our listeners 50% off your first order. How much? 50. Half, Seth. Half and twenty five percent off any dry cleaning services after that. A and T Dry Cleaning, the official dry cleaners of the fish tank. You know, Ronnie, and more than anything, man, everybody talks about Ronnie Brown and Wildcat, New England Patriots, Belichick being out coached. First of all, I want to know how long did you guys have that in the bag? And second of all, when you saw the success and how it was working in that game, how did that feel? Do you guys know it was going to work like that? No, absolutely not. And that came with David Lee, who was our quarterback coach or whatever, that came from Arkansas that was there with McFadden, Felix Jones, and all those guys. So, you know, when we first put it in, they put it in like it was the worst situation that we could do it. So we put it in, we run. It. It's like an emergency remember. situation in case of yeah. no quarterback. Yeah, it's kind of like two minute drill. Right. Like, or I mean, not uh, no huddle. It's like no huddle. So we put it in as a case like that, and the defense like they just stopped it every time. Man, what is this? Y'all need to. Th- <laughs> and Channing being one of those too, like man, what the is this high school. <laughs> So then we kept running, and we running in practice, and then you know sitting where we were that week. It was like man. 
all right, listen, we're taking everything, pulling everything out the bag. So they threw it out there, and he called a play in. I'm like, oh, Lord. Like, Were you nervous? <laughs> what? I'm like, man, if I drop the snap, I do anything wrong, this thing gone. Like, because everybody already been ragging. It's, you know, this thing ain't going to work. So so no I, confidence in this player. No, but I'm dead nervous. I told, I told Ricky, I say, bro, listen, if I head not, this time, I'm going to hand it to you. If I don't, I'm on my own, and we're just going to make it work. <laughs> and, and it was cool. And so the first time, all I'm thinking, don't drop the snap. Don't drop the snap. And when it worked, I'm like, oh, crap. But even before the play started, you know, we lined up. It was an off-balance set. And I heard Bruce get over there, slide right. And then the defense line, I'm like, no, slide left. And I'm like, oh, oh we, we got, got him. <laughs> Rick, come on right now. Let's go. Like, and I oh, send him in motion. We go. And they, it worked. And then we ran another play. And I'm like, man, we might got something. At least for the day, we got right, something. Right, right, right. And I think we set the bar too high, though. Like it was like after that game, I was like, man, well, that everybody was expecting a touchdown or <laughs> a big like play. Something. Yeah, there I'm was like, so many big plays in that. Yeah, but I'm like, man, I ain't know it was gonna go down like this. I'm glad it did. Right. But boy, we set the bar kind of high. And then you were handling it off, you were running it, but then you decided you want to throw it in this situation as well. Yeah, yeah man. Fasano, right? Right. Yeah, Anthony Fasano. Like, so then we you guys put had a, a nice naked little in. package for you. Yeah, and I was like, man, this kind of cool. I never. <laughs> so before we put it in, right, we sitting in the meeting and David Lee, like, all right, we're gonna put this package in. We're gonna call it the Wildcat. I think they called it the Wild Hog or something at at Arkansas. And he was like, all right, Ronnie, Ricky, Patrick. You know, he was asking. And anyone played quarterback, I'm like, Shh, I never played quarterback. But if I get the chance Patrick to do Cops. it in the NFL, yeah. So I'm like, man, if I'm gonna get a chance to do it, I'm in, coach. Get me, like, you know, put <laughs> so me in. Like, yeah. Let me, let me pause you real quick. So whoever could throw actually was gonna be the one that received the snap. Everybody else is gonna do all the motion stuff. Yeah. So Ricky was like, nah, like you know how his personality is. Like, nah, just give me the speed sweep. So and I couldn't make that hard left like Ricky. Like, <laughs> Ricky make that hard left. <laughs> he get that arm going. I'm like, yeah, coach, that's a little out my. Life. So I'm going to get back here to quarterback. They, they don't have to do as much. So I was like, man, put me down for that. And it was, you know, we were pretty much just running power, counter, you know, and naked. And nobody knew I was left-handed. So I got to throw the pass. And I'm like, man, this this pretty cool. Like, I get to do something I ain't never get to. They ain't think I was good enough in high school or college to be able to play quarterback. So now I get to play in the NFL. NFL touchdown. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in. That, that was, was crazy, that was man. Great. Was I like, remember watching that on TV, man, Seth. That was the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen, you know, in sports for my team, you know what I mean? I think the Miami Miracle this past season was one of those things that, but for a whole game of, you know, when the Wildcat broke out and they were just running up and down the field. And they couldn't man, do anything couldn't with it. do anything to stop it, man. It was it was amazing. Yeah, and then we got to them damn Ravens. <laughs> oh, man. They, they First round of the playoff, boy, they blitzed everything. Yeah, I said, right. they threw everything but the kitchen sink at us. Like, <laughs> they had Ed Reed back there picking. I'm like, man, listen, coach, if I ever needed to throw a pass, we need to take the quarterback out. I need a receiver out there. We need to throw an uncovered or something. Like, <laughs> I need some help because they bring it everybody. Well, it went from, like, the hottest thing in the league to, uh, you know, I don't want to call it a laughing stop, but it got to the point where people didn't want to hear about it anymore. And I think the Ravens, they were going to make it their mission to, yeah. like, run that thing out of the league. Yeah. And, you know, it was cool. Like, I mean, the start, the, the whole experience was cool. And, and we were using it as a form of switching it up on offense, but then it got to a point, I think, we just kind of started to rely on it a little bit. And, right. you know, the more people see it, the more you're gonna make adjustments. And, of course, you know, even it's, like even that. now, it's still cool to see guys running it. You know, and, and everybody thinks that I'm the one that started it, but you know, it was a collective effort. No, 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 no. You take job. it, Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie <laughs> no, started. I mean, but I We're here to say Ronnie Brown I mean, started. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I appreciate it, but yeah. I got to hand the ball to Ricky and Patrick, so that I mean, that helped too. So yeah. you know, we had a good group of guys that was willing to do it, and 
and we was able to get it done. That was fun. Joker, that Jokers game, are still doing it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But and but usually when you see guys do it now, it's always some tall, lanky running back that was converted. I'm sorry, receiver that was converted from a quarterback. You don't get a 225 pound running back in there. No, so I, I mean, I appreciate you being like right. we, yeah. we was more <laughs> like 240 before the song of me and Rick. And you think about it though, and that's the difference with we got a single back getting it directly. You know what I mean? Now you got a bunch of guys that can block. Before you know, you got a quarterback handing it off, so you lose a guy that. Can can block for you now with wildcat you got guys that can block everybody you can get a hat on a hat you know and that's the difference when you got ronnie coming downhill like you talk about a counter or power man that, that was that shit was beautiful man in that game in that first game against the patriots were there moments i mean because you were like untouched in in a lot of those plays were you guys coming back to the huddle or the sidelines like holy shit like yeah because i'm weird. looking over there and i mean it's bill belichick and it's the patriots so i'm like all right they're they, they gonna make adjustment and, <laughs> and they're they gonna did. bring this shit to a stop and i'm like Wait a minute. It's still working. We go in, have I'm like, all right, so we gotta make some adjustments now. We call it. I'm running down the film like, this really still working. <laughs> like this the it's still working. Like, and so after the game, like I'm still in shock. Like everybody like my phone blowing up. I got text messages and phone calls, but I'm like, bro, I don't know. What happened? <laughs> I don't even know, bro. Like, we got them. We got them. That's all I can say. It wasn't today. like 15 yards at a time, which would have been incredible. But I mean it's 40, 50 yards. Big ass plays. Unbelievable. That's beautiful, man. Man. That's, that's 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 some great Miami Dolphin history right there, man. Yeah, that was that was fun. It was fun because everybody bought in, even Coach Sachs, like, you know, who James Saxon, who was our running back coach. Like, yes. everybody was excited about it. He made a poster. You know, we had a, a poster called The Furious Five with, with Ricky, myself, uh, Lou Soccer Polite. Like, so we had some guys that, that really contributed in that yeah. thing in the offensive line, like, I mean, they was all in because it gave us a chance to just fire off the ball. It's like, well, we right, probably going to run the yeah, ball. we're running so, this. Let's go. Like, I ain't got to pass it. I ain't got to do none of this stuff. Let's just get down here and we'll make it work. So what? Now, after that, did those guys apologize for acting the way they were? Because, you know, they were upset about it in the practice, but look what it did in that game. You know what? They was excited. Of course we were, they were. They we, knew we, we had a chance to win a lot of those games. And, you know, we had Jason Ferguson. He was all, He was the funny one. So, he he's always like, oh, Ronnie Brown, here we go. You can hear one of the highlights. He's like, oh, we're going to run Wildcat again. This is our whole playbook right here. So it was funny. But all the guys liked it when it worked, and they liked the results. But at the same time, you know, it was, you know, it got to a point where I'm like, man, we got to make this thing work because if not, they going right, to be on us. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's great stuff. It's man. great stuff. If, and, and you mentioned Ricky. Okay, so Ricky Williams was clearly your partner in crime with the Wildcat, you know, but when you teamed with Ricky, that was his his second stint with the club. Right. So Ricky, we had the whole run Ricky run movement and, and you know, 1800 yards and all the touchdowns and all the carries. Then we had Australia. Yeah. Yeah, we had all that craziness and so you kind of got a different Ricky. What what was that like? I, you know, we talked before the show. Ricky's a great guy. People yeah. who don't know Ricky, I mean, he's a different dude. Yeah. But he's a great guy. So do you have some good stories about you and Ricky and that experience? Man, you know what? The funny thing is, like, I was a fan of Ricky before I got here. Like, from Texas to all that. Like, he was one of my guys that I like watching. So it's weird, like, because you see the media and you get to, you know, people kind of form, like, their thought about somebody before they see him. So I was like, I'm not doing that. Ricky, now we're going to be in the same meeting room. He was cool. He was quiet. Like you say, he a different guy. But at the same time, he's one of the most genuine people i ever been around. So... You know, even me being drafted first round, like he tried to help me out with stuff and he really he really made me work hard because Ricky get the ball, he run fifty fifty <laughs> yards down the field. I'm like, shh. Every, yeah, every touch, I'm like, every touch, I'm like, shh. 
Well, I got to pick it up. I'm going to be able to get some PT around he here. You so, always carry that thing into the end. Yeah. So, you know, so like when I came in, like we was just cool. And Ricky and I got cool. And, you know, we started talking. We talk about everything. And I got to see him in a different light. And I think a lot of people got to see a little bit of it. You know, we're talking about the big brother stuff, like the different facets of Ricky and yeah. how intelligent he is and being able to his per- see different parts of his personality. And, I mean, we got so cool that it became, you know, a connection just in terms of on the field. And we root for each other. And, you know, Ricky ended up being in my wedding. And like, so we had, we had, we had a great relationship and it was just respect. Like, you know, I watched him, I watched, I had a respect for his game, the way that he worked, the way that he, he loved the game, you know, and I think Ricky was just one of those guys, the misconception is, you know, he, he just really liked football, but he didn't want the the fame that came exactly along right. with it. So if he could just the play the game and just go out and have fun, that was Rick. And so, you know, it brought me to a time we went out to Bakersville, California for JP. Joey Porter had a, a football camp that he'd do out there. That's in the middle of nowhere, by the way. And it's hot. Like, it. like it, I don't know really how it hot. gets hot. It gets yeah. hot out there. And so we went out there, and it's not much to do. So JP was like, yeah, I'm going to show You know, it shows us a good time. We have a party or whatever. So we go out there, and um, <laughs> so that night we go, and we check in the hotel. We hanging out. We just really just a lot of guys getting together. We having drinks or whatever. And just so happened, I look over, and, you know, Rick, the vegan Rick, so he wasn't eating meat. So he really was, you know, everything we had was really meat. So <laughs> I think like one or two drinks in, I'm looking at Ricky. I'm looking over like, bro, you straight? He's like, no, nah, I'm good. So then he just quiet. You know, he always quiet. So by the time we got off the uh, the, the little bus or whatever to take us back to the hotel, I'm like, all right, bro, we at the hotel. Hey, bro, we at the hotel. Rick knocked out. So I'm like, Rick, all right, come on. He's like, all right, I'm good. So he get up and he get ready to walk in the hotel. And then he goes and sit down. I'm like, Rick, what you doing? Like, go to your room. Man, he was like, man, I can't make it. Man, do you know I had to pick this man up? <laughs> Ricky heavy. So he I couldn't got make it to his room? No, I got Ricky on my shoulders, right? <laughs> So I'm like, all right, cool. We get fireman in the elevator. Carry? Yeah, so I fireman carry Ricky. So we go in the hotel. I mean, we go in the elevator. I'm in the elevator. So I'm like, all right, I'm on this floor. I know he must be on this floor. So I tap him. I'm like, Rick, just tell me what room number you in. Man, 10 minutes later, I'm still carrying Rick. Now I'm like, God, he don't know what room he in. I done tried to, you know how the hotels got the the, the phones in the in the in the hallways. I done call, I'm calling security. I'm like, man, listen, help me, cause this dude is heavy, and I need to figure out what room he in. Man, I finally got that dude in his room. So security came up. I said, I got Ricky Williams. I need to take him to his room. <laughs> and so he went in the room. The next morning, we get up, get ready to go to camp. He, he bounced up. He's like, yeah, man, I ain't really eat too much. I was like, yeah, I know. You heavy as shit, too, by the way. When <laughs> uh, it was just funny, man. It was like. We got to get some video of that, man. Somebody's got to pull some old footage. Man, I'm talking that fireman care. I'm talking Ricky heavy, boy. Did you ever set him down like, or the whole time? No, because I'm like, if I set him down, oh, you know, I can't pick- get him up. Like. I'm stuck. Like we, and it's like, all right, I'm stuck on the hall. I'm stuck in the floor. So, do I take him all the way back down and go back down the right. elevator, get to the front desk to come all the way back up, or do I just try to call this phone oh and get somebody to help me? And luckily, they got somebody to come up there and help oh us out. You walk around the corner at all, like knock his head into the corner or something. You know, Man, like I done my kids judging. a couple times. Man, <laughs> yeah, I did that too. Look like, around, see if anybody here. Throw it on my shoulder, and I hear like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she just hit her head. Well, we got a duck. Don't move cry. Now. Don't cry. Yeah. Oh, man, that is too funny. 
Yeah, that's oh, Rick, boy. <laughs> oh man, that's that's great, man. R- Ricky and Ronnie, man. I mean, that was uh by far the best duo <laughs> when it comes to running backs. You know, they they want to go back. I know they like to go back to you know Kick and Zonk and Merck, but man, Ricky and Ronnie running together, man. Please, we'd had that's the the recipe for success to have running backs like that. At the same time, we had two bona fide stars, man. But also, that was my guy too. Like, yeah. he was just one of my favorite people outside of football. So Ricky, I think that's, that's what made up. it work. That's like, what's up, man. you know, that's what made it cool. I have a question for you about Ricky. You talked about how intelligent he, he is, and, and he is definitely a guy, if you sit down with Ricky, the last thing he wants to talk about is football, and all the things he talks about in his interests outside of football are incredible. But I have, and I don't know if this is true, or I don't know if he was still this way when you played with him, but in his first stint, I was told he wouldn't take a single note in the meeting room, that he would yeah. sit in there and, you know, he would never, like, if you asked him, Rick, do you have a photographic memory? He'd just kind of give you this smile because Rick liked the, he liked the mystery around him yeah. a little bit. So yeah. he liked if you were a little on edge and didn't, but they said, Juice, that he never took a single note in the me- in the meeting room and had the least amount of mental busts of right. anybody in that room. Yeah. So that, I, I, yeah, I can fine. confirm that. Yeah, like, cause he he sit in there, but he was zoned in. But, you know, and he had his routine and, and everything that he did, the way that he did it, whether it was going in, in a training room, he was going to do yoga before we went out to practice. I didn't understand it. Rick didn't. <laughs> you know, for somebody who carried the ball 400 times a year, like, he never took pain pills. Like, he wasn't into none of that stuff, like, all the holistic stuff. So he really took care of his body, you know, and it was important. But going back to the meeting rooms, like, He'd sit there, quiet. He had his little seat in the corner. He'd just sit there and watch it. And the way he dissected, and even when we sit there and talk about plays, you know, we talk about, you know, whether it's reading, like we got to play, run play to the right side. He's reading the left defensive end. I'm like, he don't have anything to do with the play. He's like, but just, you know, knowing where he's aligned and knowing all this other stuff, he was like, I kind of already developed what I can kind of see or what I can do before the play starts. And, you know, just being able to learn from somebody like that who really dissected the game. So just from knowing his position, but then he knew where all the linemen were supposed to be then he knew how guys were going to try to defend him he was just a student of the game and it really didn't take much it was just his his natural intellect and he was able to dissect that stuff and you know i think people don't really see that or appreciate it about him because they didn't get a chance to see it and i got a chance to be in the meeting room and just talk to him and see what he was thinking about certain things and you know i call him like bro what you think about this and he gave me his spiel and it was it was usually an intelligent spiel Absolutely. sometimes i had to be very like, intelligent all right man. give me the, the, the dumb down version <laughs> right, a little right. bit. yeah like break it down i like I need the base talk, level. Talk to yeah. me like I'm a fifth grader. Yeah, give me the base level of it, so <laughs> we can talk about that side of it. Good stuff, man. You know, we've we've heard a lot of great Nick Saban stories as well, man. I mean, it's like the podcast has been full of Nick Saban stories. Man, the <laughs> best. Had a few. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Channing, had a few. yeah, Channing got it. He got. I'm telling. He got the most stories. Like he should write a book. Like yeah, real deal. Like he should really write a book. But I think my favorite Nick Saban story is um, Junior Seau and Junior coming out in them tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and Junior, you know, everybody, Junior, like everybody's buddy, buddy, you know, upbeat, enjoyed everybody. But we got coming out to practice and I'm like, all right, Junior got, you know, one, he going to wear a red jersey. So I'm like, Junior, you not hurt. Yeah, yeah, like, what, explain the red jersey. All right. So the red jersey is for guys that, that come out, got an injury or something. So it lets you know not to hit them. No like, contact. No contact for this guy. So, but we go, we go blitz period and Junior would mess up all the plays. Like he blitz <laughs> and everybody knew in the game, like he pretty much did his own thing. Like, and I was, I was amazed by that. You know, you see Channing coming in as a rookie and you see Zach and Junior. And then you may hear Junior say something like, CC, I'm gone. <laughs> He's supposed to have the flat <laughs> over here. He 
done, he done blitzed the A-gap talking about I saw something. He loved that so A-gap. Channing, I saw something. Yeah, so Channing got to run to the A-gap. flat. Yeah, so Channing. <laughs> the other side. Yeah, I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Like, this how this work. Like, he just Trump. He, he got a Trump card. He do whatever. Buddy, I saw something. And he just, CC, I'm gone. So Channing got to go get the flat. So, you know, just seeing stuff like that. But we come in, it's blitz period, man. And Junior just blitzing the gaps. So I'm like, Junior. I can't block you. I'm a rookie. I don't want to hit him. I'm like, and he's got a red jersey. Yeah, this man on Tech Mobile. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't hit him. Like, I can't hit him. So I'm like, man, I'm not gonna hit him. So then he come in. So anyway, we at practice. Junior got his tennis shoes on. Nick Saban, like, Junior, the fuck you doing, Junior? Buddy, buddy, calm down. <laughs> he's like, where are your cleats, buddy, buddy? If I put on cleats, I'm gonna go too hard and I'm gonna hurt somebody. Somebody's gonna hurt me. We don't need that. And he just walked off. <laughs> I'm like, man, this NFL crazy. Like, so I can tell. Okay, this set me up. Like, right, I know right. this is set yeah, up. you were going like, to try that same move? Yeah, no, nah, I ain't going to try that. JT came out there with his Jordans on. on. <laughs> I'm like, man, it's run day. So you could tell what's going to go down. Like, by JT wearing them tennis shoes. He come out there and hit with somebody with a couple little fake swim moves. I'm like, man. <laughs> Boy, if this the NFL, boy, I got some work to do, but I need to, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. I got to get to this because guys come out here in some tennis shoes, tell coach, buddy, we don't need nobody to get hurt. Hey, all right. That's great, man. You're talking about two guys whose busts are going to be in Canton for the next 40,000 years. Yeah, you're right. So they they deserve that right. They earned that right. They figured it out. Yeah. Quick, so it's like, hey, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't mess with these two. You leave these two alone right here. So did you and Nick ever have any run-ins? I mean, uh, you know, he apparently talked to a whole lot of people uh, in, in a certain way. Right. Now, nah, man, I ain't know no better. number one pick. I ain't know no better. Like, all the older guys, they had their way of doing it. Like, with the tennis shoes and all the other stuff, I'm coming out of college. Channing coming out of ch- college. We played in the SEC, so practice supposed to be hard. Nick got us doing two and three spot drills. I'm like, all right, I mean, it's just a normal practice. But then when I start hearing the older guys be like, wait a minute, I ain't doing this. Like, are we setting this one out or and they called her back, get in. Like, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? But that was just all I knew. It was just we go hard, we do all these drills, we run after practice. Like, this the normal routine. But for the other guys, they were like, Yeah, this ain't gonna fly. A little right bit here. of a different deal for them. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you see him at all? I mean, obviously we know you do the broadcasting now with Auburn and uh, do you run into him at all these days? Yeah, I ran into him uh probably about a year ago. Um so there's a guy in Alabama that does a big golf tournament every year and uh he was uh Gene Stallings was being awarded for an award or whatever and they was, you know, doing a thing and he was there and he was one of the people that kinda got up. And it was cool because they had a lot of guys that came and spoke on Coach Stallings that behalf. Um, you know, whether it was Nick or uh, Dabo Sweeney. So it was a lot of guys that, you know, that came under his toolage or kind of learned and watched the game from him. So I ran into Nick and we talked a little bit about Miami and, you know, how he wished he had gotten Drew Brees. But that was a touchy subject. Yeah, that was a touchy subject for him. Like, you know, it's one of those things. You know what, like, though? I mean, I mean, that was a 50-50 shot yeah. right And there. that's what, you know, it's you like know a mean? knee or a shoulder and a shoulder for a quarterback. Right. You know, I think as a doctor, you want to be safe rather than, Correct. You know, put the the, the weight of the franchise on your shoulders. Correct. So it's like, you know right. what? I think you can cover from a knee. You know what? And the funny part about that is, Ronnie, is that everybody probably agrees with the doctor's decision there. Yeah. To, to go with Pep, you know, instead of Drew. But they see Drew's success now. And they're like, oh, the doctor messed yeah. up. Yeah, so it's after it's the not, fact. Like, everybody win. got 2020, and, right. you know, after the fact. But, right. you know, it's one of those things, being in the heat of the moment, if you got to make a decision. Like, I mean, but I can't say. But, great. yeah, that was a that – that's, that's good that you guys are still – Communicate. Yeah. So and I Nick, see him. Nick is killing it right now. Yeah, I know. He need to go on and retire, man. Yeah, you know, I'm all an guy. And I'm like, <laughs> sheesh, man. Like, well, how, how much do you want to win? Like, how, I mean, 
Apparently a whole you, lot. Who? How many people have a statue on campus when they still there? Already. Like, that's not yeah. fair. Like, he got a statue on campus and he's still there. Like, and he's probably pissed off right now. So, you know, now he's hungry again. Yeah. 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 That ain't. Yeah. Like, man, we got <laughs> to figure something thing. out. Like, we got to figure something out down there in Auburn because, hey, man, this man, they killing it. Like, and you can't, I mean, you can't say anything about it because they got the record and the, the rings to speak for. They do. They do. And they're still getting them kids. Yeah. And to put them in the, in the next level, man. Hello, friends. This is Josh Appel from Smart Your Territory. And I'm Mr. Bill 11. And we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. It is point at the WrestleMania sign season, Bill. If, if you need to get to WrestleMania, we can be your Uber drivers on the road to WrestleMania. I mean, what? You ruined it. You, you ruined it. I, I like it. I think we can make some money doing that. WrestleMania season is here. Stick with us here on Smart Your Territory, the Five Reasons Sports Network's Pro Wrestling Podcast. So, unfortunately, fortunately, however you want to look at it, but your coach, after two years, Nick leaves. He, he is going to be the coach the, uh, at Alabama, right? And so in 2007, we are blessed <laughs> with the great Cam Cameron here in Miami, okay? So Cam did a lot of memorable things during his tenure here. Um, he, won, he won a game. He won a game. He, uh, he did that. He didn't coach a game. He, he won a game. He did win a game. There was the preseason game where he didn't coach, right? So there's a lot of great things, uh, you know, drafted the 10 junior family, the whole thing. But you and Cam and that was good. That was a good draft pick. In hindsight. For other people. Yeah, yeah it was a hell of a yeah, pick. He's still playing. For other he's people. He's still playing. He is still, still playing. playing. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> because he still runs 4-2, right? I mean, I think it's just, you know, it was one of those things like he, you know, Ted's, like he fast, but I think in hindsight, when you get management sometimes, like guys see certain things for guys and they try to put them in situations that they're not most comfortable with and try to make them somebody they're not. And I think that's the difference with the NFL versus, you know, college football because a lot of guys come in, they do something really well, and then you get a coach or somebody from management and like, hey, you know what, I'm going to change. This guy has the potential. Let's put him in a role that he's not familiar with. And sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. I, I think <laughs> that's, that's right. the I best like way to put I like it. That, yeah. right. like, you know, for me terrible. personally, it's started out good i think from a coordinator's perspective you know i got to touch the ball a lot of different ways and i think up until week seven of that season you know i think i was leading the league all purpose yards and then we had the inter- interception against new england <laughs> where we were getting whooped and i tore my ACL. acl yeah yeah, yeah. and so it was unfortunate but you know the rest of the story is it's interestingly uh needless to say i think Dude, i thought man you know and you were you were on mvp territory at that point man you were having that great oh, he's season, killing it bro you were killing it you know what i mean and one of the best seasons i've ever seen for anybody you know for in the miami dolphins man and what i appreciate about the fact that it was bad luck for you was that you didn't quit on that play you worked on that play still yeah you know a lot of guys man especially at your level they, they let it go i ain't got nothing you know it's a pig ass but the fact that you were working trying to make a play is how you yeah having i mean that's my job man yeah. it's like you know, whatever, good, bad, indifferent. Like, I got a role that I got to play on this team. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm like, bro, don't bring it out. Y'all already whooping us. You in the end zone. Like, right. And then he runs out, and it's like, well, I got to go tackle him. And, right. you know, it's just one of those things. Everything happens for a reason. And, you know, you got to deal with it. Sometimes, you know, it's good. Sometimes it's bad. And, you know, you got to be able to be the same in all situations. And, you know, my responsibility was try to go tackle somebody. No doubt. I ain't hey, tackling Danny, him I either. Could, hey, Danny, Danny threw an interception. He wasn't tackling no motherfucking body. 
Well, Danny's Danny's like, hey, hey, I'm I'm falls up to the upper echelon, like one of them guys. Well, Danny's I'm just gonna tee it up again. You know, you gotta kick it back off, and I'm gonna go back down and and equalize it. Yeah, he's like, guys, I owe you one. I I owe you one. He he did, he did most of the time, which is so sad. But didn't Cam have you like returning kicks at the beginning of the season? Yeah, yeah. What was that? Yeah, that's a great one right there. Like, why was he on you, man? I don't know. Like that whole like we had. We had Cam, like, and I'm, like, at practice, like, I'm about to die. I'm like, man, what is this dude doing? And then returning kicks. they like, Ronnie, you have return kicks? I'm like, nah, I ain't never really do that. I had Cadillac at Auburn to do that. Like, you know. <laughs> right. I, I come in, I block. Yeah, like, I block whatever, everything else. But I got my partner to do that. And then the next thing you know, I'm first return. I'm like, what in the is going on? I'm like, he trying to get me killed. So, yeah, man, like. <laughs> They ran me to the ground, like, as Channing. Like, when you talk to Channing, he was like, bro, they was tripping. He was hot about it, too. That's how I knew he was my buddy, because I'm like, somebody who... So he was pissed off. Yeah, so I'm like, I could tell. When he pissed off for me about a situation... That's your dude. Then, that, then you know that's your dude, and that was just crazy. And, you know, I ain't going to say that had something to do with ACL or whatever, just, you know, that whole offseason and how that season was going. But, I mean, yeah, that was crazy. Nobody, nobody has their number one running back returning kicks period in this league when you only got 53 47 for the game i, I thought it was ridiculous yeah like, I everybody thought it was ridiculous I, I mean were they trying to win you the heisman in the nfl you can't win the heisman in the nfl you know yeah, what i don't mean? know what they were trying i don't to know do. what was going on there. that was that was some bullshit man. Uh, he was on that whole thing because you know everything was san diego everything with him is yeah. san diego and he was you know lt Daniel Thomason was the number two overall pick in the draft, and so in his mind, he had to have. If Ronnie was number number two pick in the draft, he needed to be, you know, Daniel Thomason. Why couldn't he just be the best Ronnie Brown? But when he did that, and then Ronnie was balling out, there was about three, four weeks into the season, I turned to somebody. Now couldn't win a damn game. I said, Cam probably fucking thinks that because he had Ronnie returning kicks, that he's going to take credit now. For I guarantee you, yeah, in his mind, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. If I he think... was listening to this right now, he's like, yeah, I, I bet, I bet right. he's convinced that right. that he's the reason why yeah, that you was crazy though. Like i ain't even gonna lie that that was crazy i never returned a kick before ever high school college what ever now how's that impossible that you didn't even return at any level yeah like so in high school i really we're, we're, the crazy about, part, about your hands ronnie no nah, the crazy part like i was comfortable <laughs> catching the ball i uh you know in high school baseball was my favorite sport so i wanted to go to florida state and play baseball my dog like, right there there we go florida state yeah wow. florida state was my school i wanted to go there and play baseball and you know i went down to a camp and you know, I I got offered a partial scholarship, but I, that's I mean, what baseball does, though. Sm- yeah, yeah, small school, small town, no money. Where the rest of it gonna come from? Right, like academics. Yeah, I ain't gonna be here long. Like, I ain't, <laughs> we're, we're paying the rest. Yeah, I I need some help, and it's out of state. But you're a smart guy, though. Don't act like I don't want everybody to think yeah. that Ronnie is not intelligent. Because we'll talk a little bit more about because you are. Very intelligent. Yeah, yeah, and I take you, you know didn't. I take academics seriously, but right. at the point, given you know right. the time and the situation, like I can't pay for it. I ain't got five dollars to give you on right, it. Like right. I can't put nothing Wherever on. it. I do has got to be a full ride. Somewhere. Yeah. So and so so yeah. So growing up, I never just returned kicks. And defense was my favorite. I played safety in high school. I wanted to come downhill. I wanted to embarrass somebody. And you know, just luckily you get to score touchdowns. You run the ball. So I was a fan of that too. But you know, I just never returned kicks. And in college, Cadillac did the punt returns. 
He do some kick returns. We hey, look. You go in. You tired. You return the kick. I come in first series. Whatever. <laughs> That's how we yeah, make you it work. Yard, you get fifty yard return. I got you. Yeah, and if you if this your series, you get your touchdown. Right. But returning kicks, I was never one of them guys that was come like. Listen, I need to make sure y'all stop all these guys. Maybe kick return. Maybe I was cool with that. I did a little bit towards later in my career, and even then, I was the off returner because I was right. like, I blocked the dude. You you going to hit the hole like and so. But yeah, so I just never returned the kicks, and then the punt return that was just out of the question, Coach. I'm not your guy for that. Like I'm not. Back here and looking up, and that's the old football rules where you can you can hit somebody then. So I ain't yeah, you ain't gonna have me back here with my head looking up and guy come down and deplete me. We we I'm straight on that, coach. I'll find something else. I think that's interesting. You talk about you know you and Cadillac man and how you guys had a rapport like it was the way it was, the structure you guys had because you know I mean for for him to be such a great running back and you being a great running back at the same school to be draft picks you know that, that high there was there was actually a plan like your series, my series, your yeah. touchdown. So that that I mean, I think that situation set me up for being able to work as well as Ricky and I did. And you know, with with, with Cadillac, we got cool. Like I was a year ahead of him. I redshirted my first year. He came in. He was Mr. Alabama. Came in. You know, when I saw the talent and the abilities he possessed, I was like, man, this dude has to play. And so just seeing that, we had respect level, worked hard. And so being able to be teammates, I think it set me up for that. But in terms of us like switching in and out and rotating ourselves, we pretty much did it ourselves our senior year. It's like, listen, you go a series. I go a series or you go two, I go two, and however it unfolds, if you come in, you return a punt or you return a kick, it's your series and I started off, you get to the goal line, you know, it's your touchdown. So it. yeah, so it, I mean we just had a respect, you know, and he's one of my guys, you know, he's one another one of those guys in my wedding. So, you know, I think it was just it Damn, worked out the way that it was hell supposed to Sounds it. like it. Yeah, RB so it Central. Was, hey man, I try to keep it I mean, I'm a football oriented guy. Game, like, man, I try to keep a good <laughs> team together. That was free. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't, man. It's okay. I was busy then. <laughs> you, was, you was building something I great. I stayed busy, man. You I was building busy. something great. I didn't want to take away from that. We built some great stuff together, man. Yeah, you still building some great stuff. Okay, That's why right. we. I get to sit across <laughs> from you right now and talk to you. That's awesome, man. But so you know, and and the last thing I want to say on well, it's probably not the last thing I want to say, but he fucking drafted Ted Ginn Jr. Like Cam drafted Ted Ginn. Yeah, he tried to make like that's what Ted. he does. He returned kicks. <laughs> Right, yeah. he had a head That's my point. So why are you, why is Ronnie Brown like? Yeah. What are you trying to yeah. prove? He great at returning kicks too. Yeah. I was like, that's what he does. Factor, and he was great. I'm like, hey, coach, you know you got somebody over here a lot better right. at doing this. Nigga. And his family can do it too. His whole he family. Was. He had the whole fucking family, <laughs> yeah. but Ronnie Brown had to return the kicks. Yeah, I think he missed his calling. On that one, <laughs> yeah, well, and and the other 15 games that he lost. Yeah. But that's a whole different conversation. Well, that, hey, that one win, I loved it. Man, that was great. All right, I yeah, I was happy too. I, I was excited about that one. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Uh, who was it? They said, "Who do we have on?" They said, "We would have thought we won the Super Bowl." Damn right, Marty Camarillo. Booker. I remember we got Booker. that. Marty Booker. Marty, Marty Booker. Booker. Yeah. Book says, Book. "Man, <laughs> I thought we did too." Shit, I felt like it. I ain't I got, I got kicked I ain't out never of parking lot. I never got kicked out of parking lot ever after a game, but I was there so long kicking it that they kicked me out. I got kicked out of parking lot. Dude. I never got <laughs> Ofa. I, you know what Ofa means? That yeah, means you yeah. get the fat zero. Like, yeah. I was like, man, I'm so happy that we anything. get this off of us. I've had O on the other end, not on the front yeah, end. Yeah, that one, that, that, that O and 60, boy, that one, I've been undefeated in some, some sports in my life, but never on the other Did side. Did the stadium yeah. send John Anderson over to you? No, man, but John, if they would have, I'd have been able to stay a little bit longer because John was He cool was like the hell. last group yeah. there, what, normally, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah but How did you get they needed to have somebody stadium, else though. to send him out. They were clearing it out. We were there for four or five hours So you closed the club. That's right. Could have brought you 
myself into nope, the press there's box. There's no more music going on. They're not serving any more drinks. The lights are up. You know, yeah, I closed the club. Hey, man, man, that means you had a good night. I did. Good day, man. That's the good win, man. Yeah. It was, it was late in the season. Remember that, Ron? It was late yeah, in the it was, season. It was the it Ravens, like, right? Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Your squad. I remember Greg Camarillo. <laughs> Greg Camarillo and Cleo I never seen him run that fast. Like Greg, <laughs> like Greg was scared, rolling. The book took the credit, right? Didn't he say he got blown up by Ray Lewis on that play? Right. right. <laughs> Ray was out of it. <laughs> he said he had to get in the middle of that, and Ray blew him up. So book he, probably was the most nonchalant person in the world. Well, you're pretty damn close. Love it, yeah, I guess. yeah, I guess. You're pretty damn I close. A little bit. Love it, Ronnie. Unless man. I'm hanging with Channing, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, other side. I say same personality. That that was hard for me to believe. But you know what, Ronnie? So, you know, we did. Uh, I made the joke about the wedding. I'm not holding. No hard feelings, I promise. Uh, but we did get a chance to work together and build something together. So, JT, when he went away to Washington and Ronnie was just starting to do some more work, Ronnie and I just started working on this project called 23 Ways to Stop Youth Violence. Right. And, uh, you know, I know I reached out to you. There was a lot of, I mean, unfortunately, there continues to be sickening things that happen with our young people. But there were some incidents here in South Florida that 